and welcome to another episode of The Warrior Within the Woman. I'm your host, Pastor Lauren Daniel, and I want to welcome you, whether you are a returning listener or this is your first episode, welcome. We are on episode 18 today, and I just want to say thank you to to all of our supporters. Um, I really, truly could not do this without you, so God bless you today. Um, As I was praying and just talking to God for this episode this week, he truly laid it upon my heart about dealing with deep roots in our lives. Dealing with just a behavior in our life is not going to deal with the root cause. I remember a while back, I made a vow that I would stop obsessing over texts and emails and messages. (laughs) I decided that anytime I heard the alert indicating I had received a message, I would not feel the urgency to check immediately. And when I did check, I would not reread and reread what that other person said. Anybody relate to this? <laughs> and after that, I would not then rewrite and rewrite my response. And see, my digital resolution to this lasted, uh, honestly, I don't even think I ever really started it. <laughs> Not only did my vow really not last at that moment, but I honestly don't even think I started it. The problem with how we attack our behaviors is that we focus solely on the behavior by making a commitment to stop or stop doing something. You've done this too, right? I'm sure all of you have. If you're listening to me, you've made those New Year's resolutions. You've made those resolutions that are great resolutions. And I'm going to read some to you today, but you know, I'm sure you've done this too, right? You've decided, perhaps even declared that you were going to change. This year, I'm going to eat healthy and exercise every day. I'm going to stop dating anyone who is mean to me. In fact, I'm just going to stop dating altogether. I'm tired of wasting my time on social media and comparing my life with everyone else's. I'm getting off for good this time. I'm not going to exaggerate or lie or gossip to get attention or feel better about myself anymore. I'm going to read the Bible every morning this whole year. Now, don't get me wrong. These are great goals, healthy things we should want to change, right? I'm sure we can all agree with these things. But until you deal with your own mindset, the thoughts that produce the gossip or the thoughts that produce the starving yourself because you think you're ugly, the thoughts that make you blame everyone else for your life, that behavior won't change unless we deal with the root of the issue. Let me ask you today, whatever your vow was, how did it go for you? I'm going to guess, maybe not well. Why would I say that? Behavior modification doesn't work because the focus is only on modifying behavior. It's it's a great idea, but... Unless we change the thought process that produces the behavior, we're not going to truly rid ourselves of that behavior. Now, you might be saying, Lauren, this isn't a great encouraging message today, but listen to me for a minute. I want to grow. And I know if you're listening to this, you want to grow too. You want to change. You may have behaviors or habits in your life that you truly want to get rid of. Let me give you some examples here. The thought of I'm ugly or I hate the way my face looks or I hate my hair color or I hate these things about myself leaves some 
to starve themselves or to make extreme decisions in their health because they want to be the world's version of pretty. Another example is the thought of, I wish I were happy like that person, which leads people to make extreme and drastic decisions over their lives, searching for a false happiness. In all honesty, it is our mind that plays the tricks on us. Social media has made it so easy for everyone to form a fake life that looks almost perfect to the naked eye. Not many share their struggles, and when they take that leap of faith to do so, others judge their intent to share. The truth of every decision you make, woman of God, is backed by a thought or perception that you feel. If you look at every decision that you make, it is backed by something that you're thinking about yourself, a thought that you're thinking about other people, even anger or resentment or hurt that you're holding on to that only happened one time or maybe multiple times, but it's something you're holding on to that is truly dictating every decision you make. Talk about being controlled. I've been there. I've been so hurt and so angry at other people or situations that I didn't even realize that all of that hurt I was holding on to was dictating every decision I made for years past that situation. Let's say, for example, you hate an ugly tree in your yard. (laughs) And you may even say, Lauren, I actually do have an ugly tree in my yard. But let's say, for example, there is this huge, ugly tree in your yard, your backyard, front yard, and you look at it every single day and you hate that tree. You want that tree gone. You know that it's ugly. You know people can see it. You know that it truly needs to be dealt with. And you just want that tree gone. And finally, you decide the time has come to take care of the problem. So you grab yourself a saw, an axe, whatever thing you can, and you take, you go to that tree. You're in that yard and you're ready to take that tree down. And then you chop off a branch and you walk inside feeling puffed up and man, I'm bold. I'm able to take off a branch of that tree. It's going to die. And then the next day to your disbelief, it's still standing. It's still standing strong. That tree, that ugly eyesore of a tree, the tree that everyone notices, the tree that you know is a struggle for you, the tree that needs to be dealt with, but taking a branch off isn't going to deal with the tree. Now, I know this analogy might be really dumb. (laughs) You would never try to kill a tree by just removing a branch, but that is truly what we do. Warriors, this is what we're doing, is that we're trying to deal with a problem or a thought process, something in our mind that is making us make these behaviors or having these habits, and we're trying to cut off the branch of behavior when we truly need to dig deep and get the roots of the tree or the tree will forever be there because the branch obviously isn't the problem. It's not the whole problem. The tree is the problem. Actually, the root system of the tree is the main culprit. If you don't remove the roots when you cut down the tree, it will it still could grow back. 
Well, if we decide I'm going to stop yelling at my kids or I'm going to stop isolating myself and I'm I'm living a lonely life or I'm going to ex- exercise every day, we're just sawing off a branch with good intentions, but we're sawing off these branches and we're ignoring the real problem of the lie we believe and the mental rut we've fallen into. Attacking only symptoms and habits and behavior is not the source of our pain. It's not the source of the issue. Think I can change a behavior just by removing the behavior is honestly absurd. And today I want you to open your eyes to this because Satan will do anything and everything in his power to make you think that changing your behavior slightly is going to change everything. But soon we realize, even though we may go a few days or a few months, but it without changing our mindset without dealing with the thought process that is leading us to these behaviors and habits and sin, we cannot break through. We cannot break from this. The thoughts that lead us to the behavior is the problem. And if I stop a behavior, it will come back unless I remove the lie at the root of the behavior. If I remove the root of the issue, And I replace it with things that are of God. But where will we get these new thoughts, right? That's the question. Where can we get these new thoughts? Where can I replace these things, Lauren? I've been dealing with this for years. And I know it's not a simple fix. And I know it's going to be a struggle and painful. We won't get them from scrolling through social media or listening to your favorite playlist or phoning a friend for their opinion. Those things might be great to kind of clear our mind, but it's not going to deal with the root of the problem. To stop the lies and replace them with truth, we need to look to God's word. That's what Jesus did. When Satan tempted him, Jesus couldn't whip out his iPhone and open up the YouVersion Bible app to search for a verse that might help. He had already internalized truths. And I know this message might sting. It might, be, it might hurt you right now. But it is the truth. It's the truth for me and it's the truth for you, warrior. Or Jesus had already internalized the God's word for him to fight the enemy. This podcast is called The Warrior Within the Woman. And warriors, we cannot fight successfully or adequately without the correct tools. And we can have a healthy mind. We can be seeing a therapist, which is great. We can be dealing with the things. But if we are not in God's word, if we are not with God, if we're not spending time with God, you, your faith will decline. Your faith will decrease because you will be living on blind faith and not truly knowing what your faith is. Not only should we deal with the roots, but we should rewire our brain. Renew your mind. Any trigger about money leads us to fear or thoughts of how I don't have enough or why I need to save more to create security. When you're triggered by feeling like you're ugly or unworthy, that's what creates these behaviors of starving yourself or making you feel unworthy or inadequate or insecure. When we are so triggered by events and hurt and anger we're still holding on to and not trying to work through, we will continue to go back to the behavior of the victim mentality. 
But see, the good news is that the Bible speaks to all our problems. It truly has a solution. It has a solution for every problem, every battle you are facing. God's word gives us truth that empowers us, women of God, empowers you, you warrior, to continue with the faith and the truth of God's word. But we cannot live on blind faith of what our friend, the scripture our friend shared with us, or the scripture mom or dad shared with us, or what we heard on Sunday morning. We need our own faith. We need our own weapons to to deal with the enemy. We cannot just sit here and say, well, this scripture doesn't apply because it's not in the situation I'm in. There is scripture for all situations, all things you're dealing with, whether it's burdens of anger and guilt and hurt, whether it's dealing with feeling insecure and unworthy, whether it's dealing with um, unhealthy habits, if it's dealing with lies and gossip and slander just to make you feel like you're worthy to, for someone to hear you. There is instruction and a new path that leads to life in the word of God. Let's read the word of God and let's see if that's true, because I can guarantee you God would not allow you to go through something without not only giving you the tools to deal with it, but he said, in your weakness, my strength is made perfect. He knows we are unable to take the burden. He knows that we are weak. We are human. We can't take it all on our own. But you know, in those situations, God says, it's okay. It's okay to admit you're weak. It's okay to say this behavior and habit needs to be dealt with. It's okay to say, God, I'm sorry for what I've been doing. I'm sorry for the insecurity that I've been living with and holding on to has been creating this snowball of behavior and habits I want to loose in my life and get rid of. And God says, lean on him. His strength is made perfect in our weakness. He never said you would be okay by yourself. He never said you'd be strong enough to deal with it by yourself. But in every situation, his strength is made perfect. His strength is there to be held on to and to help lead you and guide you through every situation and every tumultuous situation and turmoil in your life. You don't have to do it alone, warrior, but we must turn to the solution of God's word if we are going to expect any change in our life to take place. If we want our heart to change and our mind to change and and focus on the solution of God's word and to focus on his strength being made perfect in our weakness, we must turn to the word of God. We must turn to the word of God first. So what does the Bible say that applies directly to your fears and issues? In Philippians 4.12, it says, I know what it is to be in need. And I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. Whether well-fed or hungry. Whether living in plenty or in want. In Zechariah 8, 13, it says, I will save you and you will be a blessing. Acts 20, 35, it is more blessed to give than to receive. 
2 Corinthians 9, 8, God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Philippians 4, 19, God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. You don't need to fear about money or finances, warrior. You don't need to worry about where the next paycheck's coming from or how your bills are going to get paid. God says, rely on me. I will take care of you. I will give you the job I've created for you. I will open up doors that no man can close. God will bring forth a solution in every bit of your fear. From these, I put together what I call declarations. And I want to share these with you today. I want to share these with you because in every day I struggle with things. Every day we all do. We all struggle with things mentally, emotionally, physically. But I know I cannot, I cannot start my day. I cannot go through my day without knowing and hearing the word of God and declaring it over my life or things will begin to unravel. I can tell you every day that I struggle, it's because I've chosen not to spend time with God. I've chosen to put other things ahead of it. I've chosen to prioritize other things above taking quiet time and truly just engulfing my spirit in in the living water of the word. But I want to share with you a couple declarations that you can speak over your life, that you can look in scripture and find these. It is the beginning of how we change our thought process. If you go day in and day out, dealing with the same behavior and the same habits, but you're not willing to change the way you think about something or the way you think about yourself or other people, the behavior will not change. The habit will not change. We must lean on God. The first declaration I want to share with you, and I invite you to speak these with me. It says, money is not and never will be a problem for me. My God is an abundant provider who meets every need. Because I am blessed, I will always be a blessing. I will lead the way with irrational generosity when I have it, because I know it's truly more blessed to give than to receive. I will not fear what my bank account says. Because I know God will provide for me. God will provide for me. Another declaration for you today. I am made in the image of God. I am not defined by what size jeans I wear or what my makeup looks like today. I am who I am because of who I trust in. Beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. No one will take my identity from me. I refuse to give power to other people's opinions. Opinions don't change the fact that my father created me with divine purpose and anointing. The last one I want to share with you today. It says, my joy is not dependent on my situation. I will no longer be a victim, but I will praise God in all circumstances for what he has done. My happiness will no longer be defined 
why what pe- by what people did or did not do for me. I will rely on my constant, my heavenly Father, who makes streams in the desert wasteland and restores my soul. I will trust in God alone. Dig your new trench deeper, warrior, and deeper and deeper, making a new thought pathway in your mind. Do not let these thoughts get in your head and allow them to linger and take up and waste your time. I challenge you today to not only get deep in the word of God and know who your faith is in, but I challenge you to make a declaration, put it on a voice memo on your phone, declare it, write it on your mirror, whatever you need to do, but write scripture all over your home and declare it over every situation. There was a scientific study done a few years ago and it says scientifically God created our brains that gratitude and anxiety cannot dwell in the brain at the same time. Don't tell me that scripture can't do that. Don't tell me that God cannot bring forth peace in your anxiety. When you have to keep speaking and declaring the word of God over you, whether you believe it right now or not, keep speaking, keep being grateful. Sometimes we just need to be thanking God for what he's done and not focusing on the that God hasn't done yet. See, it is coming, but we must focus on the things and be grateful for the promises that have already come to pass. There were days that Satan could have taken your life, but guess what, warrior? You are still here. There there was times that, that he tried to destroy your family, destroy your soul, but guess what? Satan, we're still here. There's been days and times and situations where you were going to give up where you are at the pit of depression. But guess what? You may be making your way out. You may not be out yet completely, but you're still here, warrior of God. There is something to be grateful for today. There is something to be grateful for today. I know that there it's a painful process. I know one scripture isn't going to make it all better. But we first must realize the battle is within your mind, warrior of God. The battle is within your mind. And we can get all the help we need. I'm not against therapists. I'm not against medication. God has given us a doctor's wisdom to help us. I'm not against that. But you cannot only rely on that and let go of God. You need it all. You need your physical body, your mental body, and your soul to be as one. You need wholeness all around. And we can fix one and neglect the other and we're going to still feel broken. We can fix one and neglect the other, but we're still going to feel broken. Rely on God today, warrior. Do not, do not rely on just the earthly things. Do not rely only on that, but truly get into scripture again. Get into scripture again. Go back to who you were when you first got saved the zeal and the passion you have for the word of God. Go back. 
My prayer today is that God brings us back to where we were when we first met him. Life is hard. Life is difficult. Yes, people doesn't people don't make it easy, but it is time we stop being a victim and truly realize the battle is in your mind and until the roots are dealt with, until the tree is uprooted and killed, you will not be you will not get rid of the behavior solely. Until we allow God to do a work in our hearts until we start declaring and knowing the word of God and not just having blind faith in scripture we've memorized six or seven years ago, but we truly get back into the word of God. That is when we're going to see the change come. The change will come, but we first need to realize The battle is within you. The battle is within you. And it is in your hands. It can be scary. It's a painful process. But you do not have to dig it up alone. You don't have to dig it up alone. But do not put off God. Do not put off the word of God thinking. Behavior is just going to go away. It won't. It won't. If the thoughts are still there, if your mind is still in the same spot that it was a year ago, the behavior can still come back. So trust in him. Do not be afraid to dig up the roots. Do not be afraid of rewiring how you're thinking. It doesn't matter if how old you are and how many years you've been like this. There's always room for change. There's always room for change. You can do it, not only, not because of your strength or what you can do, but because you also have God that does not condemn you for your weakness. He does not look down on you because you're weak in situations, but he says, listen, let's dig it up. Let's dig it up one root at a time, one piece, one shovel at a time. Let's dig it up and create trenches of declaration. Fighting off every evil thought in your mind and replacing it with the word. You can do this, warrior. I believe in you. Let's dig it up together. God bless you. I pray every day for these podcasts that it will truly meet people where they are. That people will stumble upon messages that truly God wants to speak into their lives at that very moment. And I know he can do that. So I want to thank you for staying and listening to this today. today. And I pray that every word that was spoken will penetrate your heart and soften your heart to whatever has happened in your past. And that you'll let God lead you and guide you into the word. And that you will no longer neglect the power of being in the presence of God and being and knowing your faith and not just following in blind faith. I will see you next week for our next episode. Love you.